Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast exploring the latest in film, TV, games, toys, and more. And now, somewhere in a secret bunker outside of Washington, D.C., here are your hosts, 30-year veteran of pop culture and entertainment news for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski, and pop culture, technology, and space aficionado, Todd Stowell. Hello. Hello. Hey. I'm so jealous. What? You won't get out of that division game. It's like your second life right now. It's, I wish I could find the time to sit there and band up with you. It's You're so killing fun. it. What level are you at now? 12, 14? 12. Yeah. Ugh. I leveled up twice during Air and Space. Wow. Which was... Which you and I tried to do with oh, two guys. Oh, it was ugly. And we just got wasted. And we couldn't even get in the building. No. And I paired up with three other people last night, and I completed the thing in 20 minutes. And these guys weren't really any better than I was. Right. But they just had the right weaponry, and not a single person uh, had to be revived. That makes no sense. We just... I mean, I, ha- I healed myself a couple times and hid behind things... And other guys just went for it, and we cleared it, and then they left, which was a bummer, because I was like, oh, let's go do some more damage. These these guys are the real deal. But it's so fun. Exciting. It's so fun. And I've been by my office now a couple times, my real office. That's funny. In the game. It's weird. You can't actually get into the air in the building, right? You cannot right? get in the building. But you can walk by the building. You can walk by, and you can go down into the metro, even though it's locked off. Right. Um... But I've also noticed there's a lot of these underground, like you can go down into the sewers and go from point A to point B, and they're, it's just, they're just lined with loot. Wow. Yeah. I, it, they're, not, they're not very noticeable, which is weird, but you can do it. Uh, I got to believe people are sick of us talking about this game. Hey, man, you know what? It's exciting. People, they, they invited us to a nice event. The least we could do is play it yeah. and give an honest opinion of it. I don't. I just hate people. So the problem I got is I get on, and I don't want to team up with anybody. Yeah, and I then know. I die. I know all the time. Well, I left the White In House minutes. the other day, and I got just decimated by people right near there. So, you know, it's these other color guys, the guys with the yellow vests, the, that are the, killing me. The, is that the True Sons? The True Sons. Oh, they're hard. Brutal. Yeah. Yep. I so, mean, I really thought I was not going to make it through, and then I was like, oh, man, we actually got inside. And then you start in the sub-basement of air and space. You slowly move your way up. I don't even really know what the mission is. They've got some stuff there that you've got to take out, and you just kind of go until eventually you end up on the upper level where the right flyer is and the space shuttle, which yep. would never fit in that building anyway. And then the battle takes place right outside the movie theater in the main entrance, yeah. which is like the, big, the is. big battle. And at that point, you turn around and realize a bunch of your friends who are just AI, uh, good guys, are in there with you. Ah. And they're now helping you take out this, this last stand to secure the museum. Right. And now they're going to run perimeter on the museum for you. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, having been there 50 million times, it looks pretty... Pretty, pretty close. Pretty, I mean, outside of the space shuttle. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
They got they it. Can't get, I mean, you can't get the signage and everything, but right. and you know, the sub-basement doesn't look anything like it, but there's no Google Street View for that. So. Right, right. Okay. Otherwise, pretty close. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, I'm into it. But I, I have to believe if you're not from D.C., it's not... It doesn't mean anything. It's not, you just want to beat the game. Right. For me, it's you interesting look around. because I want to look around right. and see where I'm going next and, and have I been there before and how familiar does it look. So, yep. Success. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's good. So, what did you tell me Ant-Man was doing now? <laughs> which which sounds akin to using... And, and if he, they ever did do something like that, it would be one of those, there's no way to go back. Like like using light speed to destroy in Star Wars, to take like a a, a ship... And light speed through a dreadnought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why didn't you think of it before? So like, this, this has been going around all day today. It's been, I've been getting push notifications with this. This is from Vox. The Avengers Endgame theory is that Ant-Man kills Thanos by expanding inside his butt. <laughs> it's a fan theory that even Josh Brolin got in on. And he's sitting on the toilet. Remember that video that he did where he looks like he's like flexing and instead he's sitting, at, looks like he's trying to go poo? Yeah. <laughs> well, he posted it and he was like, for all of you Endgame fans who think the Ant-Man theory is the real deal, dot, 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 and then it right. shows him pooping. Okay. So he, he's aware of it. And well, why couldn't Ant-Man just crawl into Thanos' ear? And expand and blow his head off. Someone said something that like Bruce Banner could put the suit on, and then the Hulk could. Um, what was they say? That he could smash kidney stones instead of you know. Like I mean, it's just they're basically saying that the reason that Ant Man wasn't in the first movie is because he has such an impact in the second movie because he can miniaturize and then expand. Which, I mean. It's not a it's, it's not, not a crazy theory. Even the Russo brothers like changed their Instagram avatar and it looked like a butt cheeks <laughs> with a little Ant-Man in the middle. Oh my god. So I mean hey, you know what? It's a weird theory, but obviously people are picking up on it. Right. There's no way that happens in the movie, but it's a but but B U T T. I mean, it's interesting. They still have to speak to the fact of, like, how are they bringing everybody back? Right. And I would imagine it's the... Time um, stone. It's the time stone. But the only person that knew how to use the time stone, I thought, was Doctor Strange. Well, he's around. No. Oh, he died? Remember, he sacrificed himself. Oh. Remember, he's... No, he, I don't remember. I gotta on, watch this movie again. He's on the planet with Tony Stark. Yeah. And he says... Oh, I it's know. It's the okay. only inevitability. This is the only way... It, this is the only outcome okay. that, uh, out of the, what was it, like 114 million yeah, yeah, different yeah. possible outcomes. This is the only way. So he's not there. Okay. I mean, this movie's out in what? Is it April or May? May. In like the first week of May? I thought so. Three hours. It's Gandhi. Yeah, so 182 minutes. That's what the, the, so that came out and that was immediately pulled. Because I think one of the movie theaters posted like pre-sale tickets or something. Yeah. And they pulled it. Well, who cares if they tell people three, how long the movie is? If it's three Does that mean anything? hours, great. Then who are they sending off? Because they're clearly killing somebody off, right? Permanently, 
like Walking Dead killing off? <sighs> I gotta believe it's Captain America. Did you read the all nonsense about the latest Walking Dead and who they wiped out again? Who'd they wipe out? Tara. Yeah. And uh, Enid. And Henry. Enid was kind of like falling in love with Carl. Uh-huh. And Tara had been there a while. Yeah. And then Henry was like the adopted son of Carol and the king. Right. And he's gone. And they were basically, their heads were cut off and put on spikes. By the Whisperers. I thought the Whisperers were gone. No, they're still around. I'm sorry. Not only did I just blow a bunch of spoilers, but you could care less. So No, I'm done with it. I'm completely done with it. I just happened to watch a YouTube video last night at 3.30 in the morning, and it showed what happened. And I was like, oh, great, killing more characters. And what's Negan doing? He's roaming around, right? No. He came back, and they put him back in his cell. (laughs) So they're totally wasting this character. So who are the main characters now? Daryl and Carol? Daryl, Daryl, Carol, Michonne, and the king. And that's it? I think so. Jeez. And the guy, they renewed for a 10th season. Ugh. <laughs> they should never have done like end. Game of Thrones, man, and just wrapped it up. It's never going to end. It's like the Oscars when the light is flashing. Wrap it up, that's guys. That's right. They, won't, they don't understand. Well, isn't there another sequel or spinoff coming? That's what I heard. There's another one. Right. All right. Sorry about that. All right. You want to talk uh, Bumblebee? Sure. A little bit. Yeah. Did you watch it? I I watched the whole thing. What'd you think of it? It was awesome. I liked it. It was much better than these other crazy, clanky Transformers movies. Um, I like the fact that it took place in the 80s. Why? Everything takes place in the 80s now. No, it just had a different feel to it. But it it was cool that it was. Yeah. It's basically an origin story. Yeah, so I forget. So first, Bumblebee is like a Hummer, right? Like he's a Humvee. Like what's the first vehicle that, like when they're on... um, Cybertron? Cybertron. He is a he's like a vehicle. I don't remember. Isn't that amazing? And then he escapes. And then I think when he comes to Earth... He finds a Volkswagen. Well, first he's a he's a he turns into. Remember, he's Chase because he lands where the military is. Right. He's a he's a Jeep. Oh right. And then he turns into an old VW. Yeah. Bug, and then eventually like a Chevy Camaro. The Camaro. Right. right. And the end scene is is him and Optimus Prime. Right. right. The 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 um the leader the of the Autobots. 18, the eighteen wheeler. Yeah. Right. Um, this movie has uh, John Cena and Haley Stanfield, si- si- Haley Seidfeld, or I don't know. I can never pronounce the, her last name correctly for some reason. What has she been in? A lot, a lot of things that we've seen before. Huh. Um, and um, you know, it's basically she's the main character. Yes. Um, and there are two Decepticons who are trying to hunt down Bumblebee, who during this... One is voiced by Angela Bassett. Did right. you know that? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, who can no longer speak. His voice box was... Ripped out. Was ripped out. By one of the uh, Decepticons. And he lost his memory. Yes. So he doesn't really know anything. And at the very beginning, he's kind of like a terrified cat. 
Yeah. Um, when she discover when the main character discovers him, which and her name is Charlie Wilson. Wilson, thank you. Um, it's a nice, tight human human story. Yeah. Uh, mixed with Transformers, and a little bit of Stranger Things. Yeah. Just that feel to it, you know, like the kind of goofy things, like the. Funniest scene is Bumblebee in the house destroying everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the transformation, the CGI, and all that stuff looks it looked Top good. Notch. Looked good. Oh yeah. Uh, Michael Bay produced. It wasn't, but it wasn't a Michael Bay Directed over the top, over the top, like just insane battle. Right. It was a two against one. Well, with John Cena sort of on the side. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, the funny thing is, is he's not really a bad guy, even though he comes across as one. Right. He's a misunderstood bad guy. Yeah. Um, he doesn't quite know what's going on. But it's a, it's a relatively small cast. Yep. Uh, the expression, and the CGI expression that they gave to Bumblebee was oh, yeah. really nice. Yep. You, had, you definitely saw the character as a very young... Autobot, yeah, um, going along with the eighteen-year-old Charlie, who it's her first car, right? She's got issues. She's got her father issues, died. Her, yeah, her father died, and uh, it was just a nice. He just doesn't fit in. It was just a standalone film that there's no need for a sequel to it. Although I know that they're doing another Bumblebee film. Really? Mm-hmm. They already announced wow. that. But I don't think it, I don't think it, it, it like, that story's over. Like, right. you're not going to see her come back. If they do, then it's a mistake. Um, so, yeah, it's just a really different take on what has become sort of a very fatigued franchise. Oh, yeah. Like, people and are kind of bored with it. Bombastic and yeah. just over the top, like, dull the senses and the thing is, is that my kids, when they played with Transformers, they they gravitated towards Bumblebee more, oh, yeah. than, more than anything, yeah. more than Optimus Prime. They're cool. Right. Bumblebee's cool. Bumblebee's cool. And Bumblebee's a young, sort of afraid. Right. You know, and, and uses a AM, FM radio to communicate. Okay, which is awesome. And the soundtrack is, is all 80s. Is all 80s. If you're a Smiths fan, you're thrilled. You're thrilled. Yep. And it's just... I don't know. It was just a very solid movie. It got like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I see why. Yeah. It's a very original film, and it's not... I mean, yeah, there's like the shooting and blowing up stuff, and people are a little annoyed by that. I didn't care. I thought it was the, I thought it was the right... It was the right flavor. Yeah. The whole thing just worked, so I was happy with it. I was, too. Did you watch any special features? Not yet. Nah, me Luna neither. tonight. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but there's I, a comic book with the package. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think it's like uh, an introduction of the, a little more on the Cena character, but I'll let you know. Oh, interesting. But we'll see. So, yeah, I thought it was really, I mean, <laughs> again, it's a very small cast. Um, I want to say maybe like 10 or It 12. all worked. It's like a family movie again. Yeah, it's like a 10. You know? yeah, it's, it was great. It just it just worked. And So, really, go see it. Yeah, and, and how like, they managed to, like, like when they're on the beach and she's trying to teach him to hide to yeah. trans and and like sand gets thrown at her yeah. or like you know he he's in the house and he hits his hand on her head on the lamp and the lamp sways yeah i mean 
somebody's got to knock that stuff. Yeah, and then, I want to see how they did that. Post production, yeah. they've got to like then yeah. remove it and put uh, Bumblebee in its place. Yep. It just looked great. It, there wasn't really. There was no flaw in it. It just worked, and it wasn't all over the place, and it wasn't everyone was bleeding, and, you know, like, Mark Wahlberg wasn't running around. Massive battle scenes. Yeah. I mean, the opening's a little frenetic, but I'm okay with that, because it well, that, I think leads up to what's going to happen, yeah, which is fine. and it opened, and I think that was one other complaint that I saw, was that people felt like it opened just, like, snap, you're into it. You know what I mean? There was no, like, gradual, here's what's going on. It, there's a battle on Cybertron, and it's 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 bad, right? And they're evacuating, right? And so that's the beginnings of eventually where you get to, I guess, Planet Earth, the fourth one, which is this they consider the fifth Transformers film, but I still think it's a standalone. So I don't know. I give it a nice solid A. It's a good film. Yep, I give it uh, based on other Transformers films an A minus. Based on everything I see, maybe a B plus. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good. It's a good. Family film, like your kids can watch it. It's not terribly scary. Did your kids watch Spider Verse? They did, and they loved it. Okay, good. They watched it with one of their friends, and good. They, they couldn't get over it. Excellent. And apparently, they'd been listening to the soundtrack well before they watched it, so they kept pointing out all the songs. They're like, "Oh, this is such and such by such and such." I'm like, "Can you just please shut up and watch the movie?" Because <laughs> I'd like to watch the movie. Good. So no, it was good. So there's your. Uh, what is it? Parental guidance uh, review for the week. Yes, you can, two great films. You can let your kids go watch them; and they're good. So, okay. All right, we'll come back. You're going to talk about the Mule. I want to talk about Aquaman, but for some reason you refuse to watch it. I do, and I'll tell you why. Okay. All right, I'll go with that. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. I can't watch Aquaman for the fact that Aquaman just is not a terribly big character to me. Was not like an important character for me in the comics, in my childhood. But he's awesome in this movie. This Jason Momoa guy is amazing in this movie. But you know what? He wasn't awesome in Justice League. Well, it's not his fault. <laughs> he was put in a bad situation. And you told me it's really long. It's really long. It's 143 minutes. Yeah, see, I can't. I can't sit through it. And you know what? I just... I don't care that much about DC anymore. Okay. That they, hurts. They That's have, rough. They have ruined everything. But you'll watch Wonder Woman, 1984, or whatever Yeah, because at least that's like a female director with a different set of ideas, and she's got like right. the... I mean, let's let's just think about it. Justice League was abysmal. Uh, Batman versus Superman, awful. Right. Uh, what was the... Or Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Not great. Nope. Green Lantern, not great. The super first Superman movie, Dawn of Justice, not great. Right. Like, I mean, Gotham is really good. Yeah, it is. But it's really good. It's a TV show. Yeah. I think WB has got to stick to the TV because they're good at it. Right. The film, I don't know what to do. They And, you know, part of it is 
they cannot ever live up to the expectations of the Dark Knight trilogy. They can't. Well, this is nowhere near that dark or ever was going to be. But that's what the that's what Batman is. Right. It's dark. I understand, but Aquaman's not. I know, and it's just uh I don't know. I The movie I, made like a billion dollars. I know, and I like Jason Momoa, but I just don't want to be disappointed by another DC movie. Okay. And with it being as long as it is, I'm I think I'm don't sp- I can't speak for everyone, but I know there are other people like me who are like DC just it's not working. They got to they got to rethink it. Cuz it's these the inconsistencies are just so bad that if this movie's okay, then the next movie will just be horrendous. Right. So. Well, the next movie's Wonder Woman, so it'll be okay. Is that right? Hopefully. No, Shazam is the next movie. Yeah, and I... I'm, and here it comes. I'm kind of Backtracking. excited. I'm kind of excited for that movie. You're out of your mind. But I think it's going to flop. Really? I like, it's getting great reviews. I like Zachary Levi. Right. He, the dude finally... The dude is owed. <laughs> he did that show, Chuck... And okay. then got thrown away and didn't do anything right. for but a long time. It's a bad agent. And well, I mean, who knows? I mean, he still plays a nerd, right? right. I mean, isn't Shazam kind of like a dorky superhero? Yeah. But it but again, it's not the DC comic sphere. It's like kind of its own thing. You know, they're gonna do their own they're just I don't know. I'm just this Marvel just can do no wrong. Nope. E- even with their terrible movies, they're still good movies. You know what I mean? They're like, all right, I watched it. It was a B plus. I I completely agree, but I'm just telling you, it was a if I wouldn't sit in a theater and watch this movie again, but hanging out in my living room in an entertainment room, it's worth watching. It's worth okay. watching. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what's it about? A guy, Aquaman? A guy who lives underwater? Talks to fishes. It's the origin of Aquaman, and and he's 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 a boy born between the Queen of Atlantis, played by Nicole Kidman, who's awesome, and a human and a lighthouse keeper. And you know who the lighthouse keeper is? Django Fett, the guy who 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 created all the clones. The guy was mm-hmm. who was the who was the template for all the clones. Interesting. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and that's why you love this so much. Yes. And there's a bad guy in it who's who's his half brother, who's played by Patrick Wilson, which I'm not thrilled about because it's really hard to make Patrick Wilson a bad guy. Uh, you know what I mean? He's just a nice guy. He was in Watchmen. Yes, as he, the he owl, was the night owl. The night owl. He was in the. Um, he was a paranormal investigator yep. in those other yep. Insidious or whatever that which one it was. I can't remember. And to go off, a, I'm going to take a slight tangent here. The Watchmen, I got a lot of crap. Go back and watch it. It's all right. And it's just all right, okay? I don't know how you could ever take that graphic novel. You couldn't. No. You couldn't. I know. But he's good. he is great in it, in Watchmen. Yes. I'm not saying that everyone is good in it, but he's good in it. And there's other guys in there, like Dolph Lundgren as a king, which is fun. You, maybe I just like the movie you because and Dolph Lundgren, maybe man. it's just because there's so many connections in he, the movie. He's been showing up in a lot of things lately. He's having a like a career renaissance. Willem Dafoe's in it. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, you know, what, what is he not in these days? Amber Heard, who mm-hmm. I, I I like. Um, Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Really? 
And the bad guy is uh, is Black Manta, who is one of Aquaman's main major villains. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, I just the reason I like it so much is it's obvious that this guy he's like Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. He's the perfect casting for for Aquaman, and it shows. Well, have you seen his interviews that he does on talk shows? He's he's loud. Yeah, he's sort of scary. I know he terrifies Jimmy Fallon. Infectious smile, hearty yep. laugh. Yep. Tattooed, burly physique. Yep. Love of life. I mean, he's perfect. He'll play it, but again, it's so disjointed. And the underwater scenes are unbelievable. Is it better on your 4K at home oh, than in the theater? My goodness, it's amazing. Yeah. And they give you the IMAX. Oh, is the whole thing shot in IMAX? No. Parts but of it? about probably 85% of it. So it, they pop it open for you, and it looks amazing. And by the way, Bumblebee is a full-screen presentation, too, mm-hmm. um, which makes the movie look even better. Oh, it, it looked beautiful. So anyway, thumbs up for Aquaman, whether you like it or not. So, what'd you, so. what are you giving it? I'll give it like a B+. Plus. All that for a B+. Plus? Yeah, well, it's not. There's no way it's an A+. Plus. Okay. It's a B+. Plus. All right. And then you're going to go from, from the... Bur- but I gave Bumblebee a B plus. Yeah, well, I gave that an A, a minus. And so you're going to go from the burly, to tattooed the old and guy craggly. to the old, craggly guy who sat on the stage and talked to an empty chair and is completely out of his Yeah, but he is mind. one of America's most beloved directors. Oh. Clint... Beloved, beloved directors? Eastwood. Actors. Actor. And he looks mummified. I don't know how this guy killed... He's 88 years old, and he did a great job in this movie. What was the movie that he did... What was the last movie that he did where um, he's... You know, it's like telling the kids to stay off his lawn. Grand... Grand Turismo, it, right? This is an almost an extension. It's like it would be that it would be that guy's wackier brother, right? Walt Walt Kowalski's wackier brother. He plays such an angry old man. Oh yeah, the 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 dirty hairy lip flare is still there. Of course it is. It's and he he. I know it's. Re- I have read enough to know that it's really difficult to direct let alone direct and, and, act. and act and have to deal with everyone else's performance in it. And he's done that repeatedly. Right. Bradley Cooper's in it. The scenes between those two, maybe one, great. So much fun to watch. By the way, so the film's about a guy, an old, old man who is really down on his luck and is estranged from his family, who gets hooked up with a Mexican cartel <laughs> or Colombian cartel, and starts drug running for them. He really doesn't even understand what's going on the first couple of runs, and then they just keep giving him these these envelopes stuffed with cash. Hmm. So all of a sudden, he buys everything, and he buys his family back, basically, on top of it. And and it's, it's, it's a film about him just getting back in the real world, but you know things aren't going to go well. They can't go well. Like He's the, a drug runner. It's like the... Uh... If Walter White was yeah, Clint Eastwood. that's correct. Right. An older Walter White. So I'm just not, that's all I'm going to say. But it's really well acted, mm-hmm. as I would expect. Of course. It's impeccably shot. I mean, you're engaged the entire movie. And you feel for the guy, even though he's a bit of a racist, a bit of a misogynist. I mean, one of the first things he does with his, a big stash of money is he's, always, he's got some prostitutes. This is an 88-year-old guy. 
Good so it's but that's different. The thing. He's been in films how long now? I mean, 60, Six. 60 70 years, yeah, maybe. Yeah. He might have even been when he was like 18. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an eye. Like, you go back and you look at Million Dollar Baby and yeah. the way he filmed that and the way he shot that. And then you look at the other films that he's done. He's He's got a very unique style that kind of carries across all of his films, both in the cinematography that he's looking for and sort of the lighting and the feel and the vibe. Right. And... You don't really think of him as Clint Eastwood when he's in these movies. You think of a guy, and you relate to him. That's absolutely correct. He's yeah. a bit of a sad sack in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like you go, oh, man, that's terrible. I can't believe that. And yet he manages to really mess himself up because <laughs> he's doing something really stupid. By the way, it's based on a real story. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, is the guy still alive? I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think so. So this is a solid A minus for me. Good. It's really well made. Good. I'm, Maybe I'm, someday you'll watch it. Uh, Probably I, not. I, I, you know, honestly, I didn't even realize it came out yet. I think it comes out on Tuesday. Okay, then that's probably so. why. Anyway, what else? Are we done? Box opening office? a baseball season. Yeah. Anybody care? Mm, Nobody I mean, cares. I I watched the first game, and that'll be about it till the postseason. So box office. Are you even a baseball fan? Uh, yeah, I'm a Yankees fan. I mean, that's very much against my father, but who's a Red Sox fan? But oh my goodness! Oh, it's it's bad. I can't believe he's letting you get away with that. Oh, he he hates it. But I've always been a Yankee fan. That's... Always. Always. Why? Can I ask? I have no idea. What what? caught you up in their their sphere they weren't even a winning team when i was a kid you know they i mean right. yeah well, they're they, always, they, a, winning always team. a winning team but like when i grew up they weren't winning world series at well, all i got a quiz on nicknames for major league baseball players you want a quick <sighs> quick couple yeah but i probably won't get very many of them the great bambino babe ruth okay that's correct we'll do 10 mr I, baseball uh mr baseball now i can give you choices if you want yeah give me choices ernie banks Lou Boudreau, Bob Euchre, Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Bob Euchre. Oh, uh, okay. Well. And that was almost a joke, because okay. he was that guy on the Carson show all the time. I know. The Iron Horse. <sighs> Mel Ott, Ted Williams, Carl, Carol, Cal Ripken Jr., Lou Gehrig. Well, he's the How? Iron, Cal Ripken's the Iron Man. He, I guess it could be Cal Ripken. How can you be... A Yankees fan and not know that Lou Gehrig is oh, I, the I Iron Horse. Sorry, I didn't even hear Lou Gehrig. I stopped okay. at Cal Ripken. Okay, well. I, it, I didn't even hear that the fourth choice. The Georgia Peach. Keep Onus going. Wagner, Billy Hamilton, Ty Cobb, Johnny Mize. Ty Cobb. There you go. We'll do two more. The Sandman. Uh, if Mar- you don't Mariana get this, Rivera. thank you. The Say Hey Kid. Willie Tavares, Willie McGee, Willie McCovey, Willie Mays. Willie Mays? Yep. All right, last one. I can get past these annoying ads. The Big Hurt. That's in my part of town. Okay. Dave Kingman, Dave Winfield, Frank Thomas, Rod Carew. Frank Thomas? That's right. That wasn't bad. Okay. You did okay there. 
All right, yeah. box office. Sorry to interrupt, but All it right. was baseball season. Jordan Peele's Us with a whopping $115 million in its first weekend. He's amazing. Uh, so I've, I know the, the whole premise of the movie. Know how it ends, know all that stuff. Well, that's sad. And what is your obsession well, with learning no, stuff? I wanted to do research on this because I'm obviously not going to be able to go to the theater with three kids and be able to watch it. But you can go. Uh, I, I hate going to the movies by myself. Well, go with. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend. We have a friend, a mutual friend who has one of those passes. Who's that? You know. Oh. I'm not going to bring him up. Oh. I'm... Okay. Um, He'll go with you. At any rate. So, Jordan Peele has become the master of telling long-form Twilight Zones. Yes. Uh, and this is another one. And it's very cool. You're going to really enjoy it. There, People are, you know... So, you're giving me a review of a film you've never seen? No. I'm based just, on I'm just, I'm just saying, reading a plot synopsis? I'm just saying that I think it will be something different for you. The only complaint that people have had is that they felt like there were holes in the story where things were introduced and never completed. But uh, that happens a lot in horror. Yeah, of course so it does. So I don't know that that's necessarily a negative. But I think I think when we go to screen it, we will enjoy it. So, Fair enough. And that made a lot of money. Knocked Captain Marvel off. Right. And uh, Dumbo is opening this weekend with abysmal reviews. They need to stop. And it made $7.5 million. Not every cartoon needs to be a live-action movie. Well, is, and isn't this a um, Tim Burton yeah. imagining, which is sort of surprising? Yep. But then again... But now we're looking forward to The Lion King Ugh. and Aladdin. Ugh. What are they going to do, like the cartoon version of The Avengers? You know, they're going to have to flip it, right? Right. Or, right. or, well, now, I guess, Avengers, it could be all Disney characters. Well, because Into the Spider-Verse, that opens up any Marvel move characters well, for and animation. In, and Into the Spider-Verse definitely opened up the sequel that um, Gwen Stacy... Right. The, the whatever version... Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman, you know, runs into Spider-Man. Right. Uh, at the very, very end of the... So, that's wide open. Right. And they... And Disney has claimed that all of their R-rated properties will remain R-rated. They're not going to mess with that formula, so apparently so Deadpool is alive. good to go. And i got to believe, I know they want to do another R-rated X-Men because of right. the success of Logan. Right. So, you know, we'll see. But I can't really think of who else they're going to introduce for new Marvel characters. I mean... Howard the Duck... Well, he was he was in. Um, oh, I know Guardians. what he, but he wasn't in. He didn't have his own movie. There wasn't a there was a movie at one point, wasn't there? Yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. I that know. was George Lucas, a nightmare who, for who, George who Lucas. Who was in that? I don't know. Was Jason Alexander in that? Oh God, I hope not. Maybe maybe really? I just I'm not looking this. Maybe I'm here. just thinking that he was, but I just remember. It's like the one of the biggest joke films ever, right? I mean, like yeah, but this was like a late uh, mid '80s movie, right? Oh, when George Lucas was like, "Oh, I can be a director doing other things besides." Leah Star Thompson, hmm. Tim Robbins, okay. Thomas Dolby, <laughs> I don't know why. No, this is not a critically acclaimed film. No, and no. it was a pretty big bomb at the box office. Yep, it was. So, so anyway, yeah, all right. 
That's all I got. That's all I got. I'm tapped out. That's a big show. I know. I'm exhausted. So I'm gonna go I'm play gonna some take more. a nap. I'm gonna take some play some division. Oh, good for you. Yep. I'm watching Stan and Ollie. Okay. I'm very excited about that. Really? Oh yeah. I like the Riley guy. John C. Riley? Yeah. I love John C. Riley, but well, I don't think it did very well. I don't think it was a very good movie. I think it was critically acclaimed. Was it? I don't <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. We try to be objective here. Yeah. Um, so let me know if, well, it, if, it was, if it's good. Uh, I, will, I will let you know if it's good. I, I it will, will be another movie you'll never see. I'll watch it. I mean, if you get if you can get me the film in time, yeah. I will watch it. Okay. So, all right. See ya.